Thank you to our podcast sponsors, RMIS. Since 1996, RMIS has been the transportation industry standard for carrier compliance and onboarding. Visit RMIS.com or call 1-800-400-4924 to see how our services can help your company. Good afternoon, folks. This is Chris Burrows, VP of Government Affairs for TIA, and welcome to Episode 2 of the Advocacy Insights Podcast, recorded exclusively for TIA members. On today's podcast, I'm going to go over and cover a little unknown regulation that everyone's currently talking about, Section 371.3 of Title 49 of the Code of Federal Regulations, and a statute, Section 14101B of the Interstate Commerce Act. No, these are not the next famous droids from the Star Wars series like BB-8, R2-D2, or C-3PO. This is a regulation that dates back to the Johnson administration. It was formalized in 1980 under the Carter administration. There was a lot of noise again on Capitol Hill and in the administration with truck protesters screaming about broker transparency and 371.3. These groups would like brokers to publicly display their margins on a load-to-load basis. This is something that we obviously couldn't live with in the past and will not live with in in the present. It's a red line for us, and we're going to fight this hard on the Hill. In the last seven days, we've had almost over 100 meetings with congressional offices on the Hill about this issue. But before we dig into what 371.3 is and what it means for our members, let's take a journey back in time to see what was going on in 1980. Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, was the top grossing movie in 1980. And the top two singles were Call Me by Blondie and Lady by Kenny Rogers. And Congress passes the Motor Carrier Act of 1980 that deregulates the transportation industry. Prior to this deregulation, motor carriers were only allowed to operate in certain lanes. There was a limited number of licenses for motor carriers and brokers. And all motor carriers filed their rates directly with the federal government, which enforced compliance with them. Okay, with that con- with that background and context in mind, let's discuss 371.3 and, uh, and look at when it was written. 371.3 is a regulation that requires brokers to maintain certain records for three years, including the amount of compensation and the amount of any freight charges collected by the broker and the date of payment to the carrier. It also mentions that each party to a broker transaction has the right to review the record of transaction required to be kept by these rules. When I first took a look at this regulation, I thought, okay, it mentions each party of the transaction has the right to see the compensation. But there are two transactions that we're currently dealing with in the current marketplace with a shipper broker and a broker carrier transactions. So I asked myself, would this cover just the transaction that each party is subject to, meaning does the carrier have the right to see the transaction of the shipper and broker agreement? I dug through the Federal Register and found the May 12, 1980 uh, uh, version which formalized these regulations, which provides some clarity on this by discussing the right of the broker to be paid by both the shipper and the motor carrier, referring to this as the, quote, transaction. Therefore, the transaction would, unfortunately, uncover all three parties. It is important to note here that these regulations were written for a low-to-low basis market structure, which isn't comparable to today, as you guys know. 
as generally brokers negotiate for a book of business from a shipper and seeing a compensation on one particular load would not paint an accurate description of the book of business. In dealing with this broker transparency issue, one of my favorite lines of the May 12, 1980 Federal, no Federal Register notice is, quote, our goal in regulating transactions between brokers, carriers, and shippers is to remove all unnecessary restrictions which might impede the free operation of the marketplace. I think Congress or the administration makes broker margins publicly available that would be in direct contrast to this statement that was included in the Federal Register, as that would most certainly directly affect the free operation of the marketplace. The reality is, this is a free and open marketplace with almost 20,000 licensed property brokers. If you do not want to work with a particular broker, then go work with another one. It's an open market. It's like shopping for a car. If you go to a car dealership and you don't like the price or the particular salesperson you're working with, there's always another dealership right up the street that might fit your needs better. I do want to dig into a little bit into the arguments that are being circulated about it being illegal to contract out of the regulations under 371.3. Based on our research and speaking with several leading attorneys in the transportation space, this is not true. There is a section under the U.S. Code 14101B that addresses shippers and motor carriers contracts, and it, is a, it essentially says that parties can contract out of regulations, including waiving certain rights and remedies. I know what you're thinking. The language says shipper and motor carriers, not brokers. But in further investigation, we found a 1982 ICC, Interstate Commerce Commission, ruling uh, no, known as the Dixie Express case that states, quote, we believe that these brokers could qualify as contract shippers. The ICC looks at who actually selected the motor carrier as one of the criteria. With this information, we firmly believe that brokers may include in their contracts a provision that carriers waive their rights under 371.3 to re review the broker's files. We are told that brokers routinely include such a clause in their contract with carriers. Now, why would brokers include language that waives these regulations? It is simple. Our shipper customers require our members to adhere to strict non-disclosure confidentiality agreements because this is their proprietary information. Just think, I am sure Pepsi would love to know what lanes Coca-Cola is moving freight in and what their volumes are and what those costs are. Not reality in a free market. In a market where supply and demand determines rates, just looking at these files is not going to make any difference to the carrier, and that is why they also, they also routinely sign such agreements. Back to the issue for a minute. This is not the first time TI has dealt with this issue. We were faced with uh, fighting this on the Hill back in 2008, when fuel costs were skyrocketing, with the introduction of the Truck Act, which did something very similar with owner-operators calling for broker transparency. We were able to defeat this language in the Senate back then, but the lead sponsor asked us to sit down with OIDA and later ATA to fix common problems, and we did. We put a lot of positive language into MAP 21, which was the Surface Transportation Highway Reauthorization Bill, that addressed fraud in the industry and removed a lot of the bad actors from the marketplace. The agency has some work to do in implementing some of these provisions, and we will continue to push them to do that. But this issue always seems to pop up during times of economic distress. The Truck Act was released during the Great Recession, and we're dealing with it once again. So what is, this, what is the answer? It's simple. We need to get through the COVID-19 pandemic, and we need a better economy where the demand for freight increases. We are starting to see signs of that as states are beginning to reopen through multiple different phases. The reality is we cannot operate without owner-operators, and owner-operators cannot operate without us. We need each other. We are in this together, and owner-operators and brokers are an essential part of the economy. 
Again, we thank you so much for your membership and leader during these tumultuous times. If you ever need anything, please don't hesitate to contact Scott or myself. Stay safe out there. This is your association, and we need your voice.